We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What is up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirkwin, as always, by my two favorite co-hosts of all time, Matthew Spanauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. We're going to go over some of the NBA storylines going on, because that's there's a few. It's, it's like two things. There's a few. And then we're going to rank our top five defenses in the NFL before finishing out the show with a rank it. We're going to rank some sandwiches today. But before we get into that, Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I'm a little sleepy, but outside of that, I feel pretty sleepy good. Sleepy boy. I'm pretty good. I'm. I had my birthday. It was good. I went fishing. I went bird watching. I bought a bike. Uh, I went out and I had drinks. It was good. I've been biking around. I've been fishing. I've been looking for birds. I saw a western bluebird. I saw a black vulture. Uh, I saw a Stellar's jay. Those are probably the main ones from a couple of days ago. So. I've been balling. I got my albums up behind me. And uh, I want to mount a TV on the wall. If you're watching via YouTube, I want to mount mount a, wall, a TV on the wall behind me, but I don't want to drill right. into the wall. So I don't know if it's possible. If anyone out there has ever like used adhesives or no. some sort of magic to <laughs> stick a TV to the wall. If anybody has any good TV mounting spells, if you could... <laughs> Please tweet Is there any way to any, attach any something to the wall there? without actually having to stick or drill into the wall? Uh, if anyone it. has anything, has any, if anyone has ever been able to hang a TV out with like adhesives or some sort of way in a like, without like a power drill, I'd be happy to know. Mm. But I think I might just need to get a really thin stand. Because my room's not that big. So that's the Theo, it looks like you're missing an album. Looks like you're missing an album up there. I know. One fell down. Um, Uh, Yeah. That's not... Oh, your album. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you meant there was like a space box. Because one did fall down. But um, your album is not physically 
there's no physical copies. So there, there is no physical copy of my album. That's why I'm so that that's it. fair. Um, if there was a physical copy, though, if I found it in a store, I would buy it. <laughs> if I was in a record hey, store, I'll take it. it. <laughs> I would, I'll, I'll take I would it. Make that purchase. Uh, but make sure make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. Join the chalkboard. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, just click the subscribe button and go to the link in the description. If you're not watching on YouTube, go to the link in all of our social bios and you can find both of those things. Um, but before we get into the NBA... Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Odds Trader. For play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, Odds Trader is the place to go. I made a bet last night. I was literally watching baseball because I was bored. I was watching Twins at Astros and I bet... You know, I was like, Minnesota can pull through. I'm going to bet them to cover. I pressed send on the bet for like, I have no research. I literally pressed send. And like, as I press send, the Astros hit a, like a, a two run home run. It was crazy. It was like literally simultaneous. So odds trader told me that that one didn't go through. Uh, but anyway, it's the place to go. They have the best price on every game and sign-up offers from multiple sports books. Plus, they have player statistics, key game stats, and even projected game day weather, which I should have been looking at before I made my bet, but I didn't. You can use their bet tracker to keep records of all your games and betting activity. OddsTrader.com is the number one site for all your game day bets. To begin your handicapping journey, make sure to go to OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. OddsTrader is the beginning of your best bets for all sports. Download from the App Store today. I can't wait for sports betting to be legal in Ohio, man. I'm going to lose so much money. I thought you said crazy. you... Never mind. What? I thought you, were, <laughs> you weren't going to bet on sports. I'll bet on like... If something's like a given. If I think something's a gimme, I'll, I'll, I'll put money on it. But like... You're going to make those like minus 2,000 odds bets. Because if something's <laughs> a givey, gimme, you know that you don't win that much money, you know. That's true. That's probably fair. But like, you know, if the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl, and I know that for a fact, I'll put money on it. You usually do know that for a fact. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been wrong about that in my life. I, almost I, actually, I actually did place a bet that the Browns win the Super Bowl a long time ago. This was before the Watson trade because I thought the roster looked pretty good, and I thought they might trade for Russ or something. So I was like, I think that's I I think they'll make a big quarterback trade. So I made like a one dollar bet that they win the Super Bowl, and <laughs> then like and then the odds went way up. I was like, pretty good bet. And then Deshaun Watson got suspended, and I was like, yeah. well, you know, that bet's probably not. Hitting. Hey, it could still hit. It could but still I literally hit. do have money. Nothing's impossible. On the Browns winning the Super Bowl, sadly. Hey, um, I was thinking of a way to like I'll I'll I'll, I'll go half on that with you. <laughs> half it's one dollar. I put one dollar down on like plus five thousand odds. I'll give you. So fif- I'll give. I will Venmo you fifty cents, and if the Browns win, you split it with me. I think I wanted that all for myself, sadly. But anyway, <laughs> what would have, um, what would have the odds have been thirty days ago that we'd be having this conversation right now that Kevin Durant is a Brooklyn net. He's a, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who could have guessed? <laughs> Not who us. Guessed? <laughs> um, this whole saga has been stupid. weird and sad and stupid. Um, but okay. The nets are running it back. That's what I would have done if I was them. Uh, they 
weren't even close to getting what they wanted in a trade. And I can't blame anybody for not giving it up because Kevin Durant's 34 years old. And, you know, how many, how many of those teams are really in a position to go try to get like a 35 year old Kevin Durant and make a push? It's, it's tough for younger teams to, to do that. So he's back with the Nets four years on his contract. Not a ton you can do. I'm guessing the rest of the team stays together. They look pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I I mean, I liked the Ben Simmons trade when it happened. And I'm like, I think that they needed some defense, like that they've got the playmakers. I feel like I've had this conversation before. And I'm like, wait, 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 keep waiting. Keep, keep waiting, keep waiting. But I guess like nothing's really, I mean, there's been a lot of news and there's been a lot of drama. But at the same time, nothing's really changed. I liked the team after the Simmons trade happened. They've obviously got high level scores. Scoring. I thought that Kevin Durant had an MVP case last year, if not for some injury, but like their record with and without him in the, at least in the regular season was was a pretty stark difference in their efficiency with and without him. It was a pretty stark difference. So I still think he's one of the absolute tip top players in the world. I think the Nets have the ceiling to win the finals. I think that Ben Simmons is um, obviously an enigma, but if he ever does play, He's a pretty good player and I think complements the skill sets of the other two pretty well. Uh, I I don't they're finals contenders. They are a uh, decent job by the GMs by not settling for. I mean, they asked every single team in the league for their best player, it seems like, and more. Yeah. And um, they weren't going to settle for less than that. And they they didn't. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't know. I, I You can go back and listen to my old episodes right after the 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 Ben Simmons trade happened. My thoughts on them are still exactly the same, despite all the drama. I don't know. They're pretty good. Lots they of drama. Win. They could come out of the East. Nothing's, nothing's happened. I don't know if they'll be my pick to come out of the East, but they have built a team that's a finals contender in a weird yeah. way. <laughs> I don't know if it'll happen. They definitely won't be my pick to win the East. No, they probably won't be my First, pick either. Ben Simmons is the ultimate, like, he's actually way underrated right now, guy who actually is not way underrated. Um, I I don't trust him with the ball in his hands. I think, well, if Ben Simmons comes back and is healthy and if Kyrie plays more games and if Kevin Durant is healthy and if, 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 if they're already at a humongous disadvantage being healthy, um, which is the most important thing for these contending teams going into the playoffs. I like Royce O'Neal. Uh, TJ Warren, of course, we're just talking about staying healthy. I don't like Warren's odds to stay healthy, so I like the talent on the team. It's a high ceiling. I think the defense is still pretty questionable. And I think the Ben Simmons fit is still questionable. And I think to get everything going, they need to play a lot of games together, get a lot of chemistry together. I think that happening is questionable. And I think them being healthy in the playoffs is questionable. Uh, I'm not blaming the Nets for running it back because I think when you have this much talent, which is the hard part, uh, you got to do it. But I don't love their odds, even though I like how talented they are. And I like Kevin Durant and Kyrie and, Simmons to an extent. It's been a running theme this week. Roquan Smith is back. Jesse Bates is back. Kevin Durant is back. All the guys who asked for trades and couldn't get them are all back this week. Um, is is Odell coming back next? Is that? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't. Ask, he's a free agent. He didn't ask yeah. for a trade. He can go anywhere though. He, well, he just moves like these are hard to pull off. Yeah, they are. He's worth more to the Nets than he is to any other team, pretty much with KD. I think it's interesting how it affects the Lakers because this means no Kyrie. And I know LeBron did not sign there to do nothing. So I wonder if Miles Turner and Buddy Heald 
are Lakers soon. Or maybe Kyrie is still going to be a Laker. Who knows? <laughs> he's not. He's not. There's no way. There's no way KD is like, I'm coming back. And one of the conditions to that term isn't you, Kyrie, is staying. Keep, keep you Kyrie. know, that's yeah. that's not happening. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's probably a pretty, I mean, it's the worst kept secret in all of basketball that the Lakers like Buddy Heald. Um, I do think that, like, some sort of salary dump with Westbrook and maybe some future firsts makes more sense with Indiana than most teams. So I could definitely see that happening. I could definitely see that happening. Um, That's what I would do if I were them. Uh, If I was serious about competing and moving forward, I'd go Turner Heald. There's not that many offers on the table. I mean, their only other option that's really been talked about is Gordon Hayward and something, and I definitely wouldn't do that. But I would like to see the Lakers go, okay, if you believe that – Ham is going to get them playing some solid defense and you're rolling out, you know, Turner at the five, AD at the four. You can see how that can be an elite defensive team again. Uh, and I don't love the position the Lakers are in right now, but that's what I would do. If Yeah, if they could, I mean, that would be a home run move. Like heal LeBron, AD, Turner, and then I don't know who the point guard would be, I guess, off the top of my head. LeBron. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if, none, if Kendrick Nunn ever plays. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of potential i don't know there's a lot of potential the lakers and the nets are like kind of these two parallel teams on each coast that have i guess the lakers won a title so their super team has been a lot more successful but like to see both of them and how they're linked and how like this old these old stars are like trying to make one last kind of title run it's it's interesting how those two teams are connected but yeah and uh chet got hurt is the other nba news which i mean there's not much to say about that besides uh damn (laughs) yeah um foot injuries are always worrisome for guys that big so we'll see how he comes back and recovers we don't even have all the details about it yeah that we just know this is like a torn ligament that's like it it's not great news just feel bad for him what does this do yeah. for the Thunder's title chances, Matt? I, I can't say. Well, it it all but ends them. No. <laughs> I mean, we were, yeah, no. It, they, it will never win the the, they will never win the finals now. They will never win. They're not winning the finals they're this year. They're not winning the finals this year. Wow. Wow. I, I hope I'll, Chet's uh, not out for I'll the whole year. I'll pull my money out. It'd make this year a lot less interesting. I was looking forward to watching them. Who no, do you sure. think will win Rookie of the Year in basketball? I guess we could probably do this whole thing on a future award, like a future NBA awards prediction NBA show, awards which we will almost certainly do, and your answer can change. But as long as we're talking rookies and maybe Chet misses some time, who would your bet be, Matt? And this is Paolo. Could be subject to Paulo. Okay. If Chet's, if Chet's out, yeah, Paulo. Would Chet be He's going to get the ball a lot. He's on a pretty solid team. I'm- would Chet be your pick if you knew he was healthy? Ooh. Maybe. Maybe yes. Okay. Maybe I would go healthy, Chet. I don't know. It's a tough one. A lot of it has to do with how you how you are coming out of the gate. Keegan Murray also would not be a terrible of a choice. Keegan uh, Murray's the, nice. But yeah, I'll Did go this, Paolo for now. I don't even have think the Suns even drafted a rookie for me to push a weird narrative about. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'd go Mark Williams, of course. <laughs> no, I think Williams will be good eventually this year. But 
in other basketball news, the Suns, speaking of the Suns, they released their, their ret- those purple like Sunsplash retro jerseys. I don't know if they're available for purchase yet, but that skyrockets their finals chances. I need to see those deep in the playoffs. They need to break mm-hmm. them out. It's They're so gorgeous. They have a weird no, black yeah, bar on them. Yeah, they look too them. good to not be in the playoffs. Yeah, they look. Uh, they have a kind of a strange black bar on the bottom, which I don't love, but I'm willing to overlook it. I'm willing to overlook it. It was. It's so dope. It's so dope. I got to do a whole, like, I've got to redo my jersey rankings because there's a lot of new jerseys. Uh, but, yeah, those if are going to cool, be near the top. If cool jerseys led to championships, we'd be talking about the Hornets dynasty right now, but unfortunately <laughs> they do not. They would and have choked aren't. a th- they would have choked a three one league last year after they released those like messy Stop. stripes <laughs> font. You don't like you don't Grade. like the mixtape jerseys this, with every feature tape. of every jersey the Hornets have ever had. The gradient stripe, two different font <laughs> with jerseys. like hex pattern. The, yeah, the honeycomb. Pattern. I didn't honey, get that one. I skipped honeycomb that on gradient that one. stripe, big font. Um, uh, yeah, hate I don't know. It. I'll have to do a whole like bracket or something. I have a list if you look up Theo Ash jersey rankings that I did a couple years ago now that ranks the best jersey from every team like beginning to oh, end. Man. And it's MLB, it's MLB, NHL, NBA, and NFL. It's the four major American sports. Damn. And uh, yeah, the best jersey from every team. So that's, that's, I'll, that's, but I'll have to redo it. Shit. I'll have to redo it because. The Suns jerseys are now the top at the top, and the Cardinals all black uniforms. Oh my god! Like I'm on a Theo hates now. all black. Theo hates all black. I hate all black uniforms. They look fine all the time, but they're so uninspired. Especially all gray, which is even more uninspired. But like, oh my all god, gray I'm- and all black are not the same thing. All black is nice. All black is always like it's just safe, you know. Like every. It's good. It's fine. It's it's boring. Yeah. Okay. Every college football team has a blackout uniform. I don't know what team did it and first. And it looks good. N- not anymore. Sorry. Seen it too many times. Don't care anymore. It's all black. <laughs> cool. I've seen it one million times. I've seen it from every college football team in the world, a blackout uniform. And now that the NFL can change their helmets, what did they all do besides like two? We're going to go all black. Boring. Give me something with a different colorway. All black everything, man. All black everything. Boring. It's fine in an outfit. I wear black all the time, but like a uniform, sick of it. You need some color. Purple out of nowhere, bang. Home run for me. But anyway. Purple's a nice color in a uniform. It is. I used to hate purple because our, our rival in high school wore purple, but I've I've grown as a person since then. Um very big of you. Yeah. It it really is. It really is. You know, you know what's crazy? Like, as content creators, we spend all day looking at our screens, right? Like mm-hmm. we're like we're looking at computers right now. Yeah, I love screen time. Screen time is Matt's favorite time of the day. You know, so you know, between like our phones, laptops, monitors, TVs, you know, iPads, tablets, like, you know, I can certainly say at least that I spend nearly half of my I probably spend all of my day, because I'm also a software engineer. I spend all of my day looking also, at screens. When we asked you what your favorite thing to do outside was, you couldn't think of anything like a couple episodes <laughs> cr- ago. I am chronically, <laughs> I am chronically I love, looking I love at screen time, and I'm trying to get that number up. 
my New Year's resolution is 15 hours of 15 screen time. 15 hours of screen time a day. What is no, your I, screen I, time, Bladen? When you get your. Do you want report, me to check right now? <laughs> screen what time? Mine, uh, my notification was like eight and a half hours. Was last my piece. screen time daily average over the, over the past week is seven and a half. Last week was eight and a half, but the week before August 7th through 14th was 11 and a half. Jeez, was my it was my average dude. for the week. 11 and a half is and that just, doesn't even you don't even feel like a person and that doesn't even count like tv and that laptop. doesn't count tv because i go to bed i went i've gone to bed the past four nights watching seinfeld i <laughs> yeah so like i spend all day literally all day looking at screens except for like walking to class and, and you know the <laughs> truth is you That's know real whether <laughs> whether you're working on your computer or watching TikToks before bed, watching TV before bed, that amount of blue light exposure can be damaging to your eyes. And studies have shown that exposure to blue light from these devices can lead to headaches, eye fatigue, blurry vision, and even trouble sleeping. But worry not, I am happy to say that our friends over at Felix Gray can help. Their blue light glasses filter 15 times more blue light that can make screen time tough on the eyes and disruptive to sleep. Still not convinced? What if I told you that wearing these glasses could instantly get you looking drippy? I mean, I'm wearing them right now. I wore them in the last episode too. Yeah, I got a pair. These are the Hamiltons. And, you know, as someone who... I don't cheap out on shit. Like, my other glasses are, are Ray-Bans. And I can say that these stand up to, to my standards of high-level glasses. That's saying something. That's saying That's something. That's really saying something, folks. Because <laughs> I, I do not I do not cheap out. I always, you know, I always wear these, you know, and I get compliments now. They're like, oh, I like your new glasses, Bladen. And I'm like, They're nice. Thanks. They're, They're nice, nice glasses. Thank you. Um, but yeah, but they, they frame my face well. They help filter to the blue light. They look really great. And it's all thanks to our good friends over at Felix Gray. So if you want the best prescription or non-prescription blue light glasses on the market, use our URL, felixgrayglasses.com slash stay hot. Again, that's felixgrayglasses.com slash stay hot. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges, felixgrayglasses.com slash stay hot. Let's talk about some football, get into our top five NFL defenses. Who wants to Theo, do you want to start us off or I just want to say I, I love I love defense. All right. Defense when like on Twitter sometimes I use <laughs> I used to see like people be like, whatever happened, there'd be like some 45 to 50 game. And people would be like, what happened to defense? I <laughs> empathize with those people now. I'm gonna start to become one of those people. What about a defense? So I Super Bowl a lot of fifty is Theo's favorite Super Bowl. <laughs> I like. Well, there's differences between good defense and, and bad, bad offense. offense. There's kind of some games are just like miserable offense, and then it's ten to seven. But like, yeah. if a good offense goes up and like puts up ten points, that's sick. That's sick. Yes. So. I do love defense. I've been trying to watch, you know, more and more of it. But yeah, I just want to say that people Go people defense. get it mixed up. They're Respect like, it. De- they're like defensive games are boring. It's like no, you're just watching like the Buccaneers against like the worst offense in the league, and Respect that's boring. <laughs> but like, 
you know, a high level defense against a high level offense and the defense happens to pull through. Nothing wrong with that. Anyway. Yeah. I'll start with my top five. Uh, number five, I have the Los Angeles chargers, which are Ooh. my super bowl pick. This is why I think they've got a high level offense. They were in the last episode and I think they've got a pretty high level defense. I think that people aren't really thinking about just how scary Bosa and Khalil Mack could be. That is has the potential of being nice. that has the potential of being like the best edge rushing duo of my lifetime. I think like that is two tier one edge rushers yeah. potentially. That's it's really serious. Scary. It's really serious. Bose is tier I, one and Mac is tier one when he's healthy. And that's the thing about Mac and why I kind of rated him lower on my top 100. He was still there, but he's like in the nineties because he's a little older and um, he's got um, some injury issues over the past couple of years. But yeah. man, in the games that they're both healthy, if Mac can play like 14 and Bosa's like also a little. So I guess maybe it, there's a caveat here where that's a little it's bit tough of to Joey Bosa is him though. Bosa's no, him. both awesome. Khalil Mack, like he, his speed to power is still it. All right. If you watched him, like week two, obviously the Bengals are not that scary. Uh, but here it is foot week three. If you watch the first two weeks of that season, he's doing he's throwing like his speed to power is like throwing guys around. And no, obviously I, against the two teams that they played early, it wasn't like great offensive lines. But even like normal edge rushers against great offensive lines don't look like Khalil Matt. They don't just like throw guys and like this like like first contact just like puts them on their ass. That's what Khalil Mack right. was doing for the first two games of, of this season. All right, that speed to power was still super scary, and he's one of the best run defending edges in the league, I think. So, if like if we get healthy, him, um, he had six sacks in seven games, even though he did have that foot injury. Plus Bosa, who is so technically refined. Um, I always think of that game he had a couple years ago against the Bills, where he had like four tackles for loss, like three sacks and two forced fumble. It was like one of the greatest edge rushing games. Like he just has every single move in his bag. And when you think like, I think that he is the like number one pressure rate guy on third and long. Like when you, he can pin his ears back, I don't think that there's like anybody more capable of getting to the quarterback and has a deeper bag than him. So those two are are super scary. JC Jackson has been a, a pick guy these last couple of years. And yeah. I think he was second league behind Trayvon last year. And I think maybe first the year before. Um, yes. The year before I thought he, he had a little bit of, of like he had picks, but his coverage wasn't like consistently great. Well, he was ago. also opposite of Gilmore two years ago. And the, yeah. the caveat was like, oh, well, can he be the number one corner and still do that? And the answer was yes. <laughs> this year, I think I, I legitimately think he took some strides in like being consistent down to down. And I think he was like the number one corner or something in EPA per target. Like it was just a death sentence to throw at him last year. He's hurt right now. It kind of mysteriously hurt. So again, like that, and Derwin also incredible safety. Yeah, incre that's <laughs> also incredibly injury prone. And they filled in yep. the gaps a little bit. They filled in the gaps a little bit uh, with um, their drafting and Sebastian Joseph Day and some of these other free agent acquisitions because they were kind of a stars and scrubs roster last year. I right. don't love their linebacking core still, 
But I think they've filled in enough gaps and they've got enough star power where if they're healthy, this could be a really scary defense. So that's my number five. All right. I don't know if we, I, you just want to go, with, I just talked for a long time. So I want to hear someone else's number <laughs> five. I mean, the way you talked about them, I, I thought you might think they're the, the best they're defense five, in the league. But they're, No, they've still got, their linebacking core is still a little questionable and they're still like injury prone, I think. But yeah, I am putting them in the top five. I'm putting them at number five. Fair enough. I think they're a top 10 defense for sure. But I, I'm a little lenient to put them in top five. Uh, just give your whole, just give your whole top five and we'll just go. Okay, I just want to talk. Next, I've got the 49ers. I'll be a little bit briefer here. The 49ers, um, the secondary, I look at them and I, I raise an eyebrow a little bit, but Jimmy Ward is good, and they got Chardarius Ward from the Chiefs, who I think is a pretty good um, cover guy as well. So the secondary, I, I am a little suspicious of, but the front seven is crazy. They've got the best linebackers in the league. Nick Bosa is also a tier one elite edge rusher. Eric Armstead is super disruptive in the middle. Um, and then you've got Javon Kinlaw coming back, who's a first-round pick, who I think can be uh, has has a lot of potential. And I like Arden Key on the other side. And like last – not Arden Key. They had him last year. Drake Jackson. I think that he's going to have a decent rookie campaign. Last year, I think they, they're they really well coached. Like last year – this is where I'm talking about Arden Key. Arden Key was a huge bust. And they brought him in last year, and he was productive. You know, like I just think they're a well-coached unit – I mean, they had a, a really masterful game plan against the Packers. And I think like another year of cohesion with that defensive coordinator and everything with the with some of the talent they brought in, I think they could be a, be a pretty strong unit, um, really driven by that linebacking core. Like, yeah, they've got two probably top 25 players in the league on that defense in Bosa and Warner. And um, they're well coached and they've got some s- several other nice pieces. So they're my number four. Number three, I've got Green Bay. Uh I don't think there's any discernible weaknesses in the secondary. Uh, just go look at it. Their their um, front seven is also really scary. Gary is probably the best. I don't know if he's the best, but he's probably a top five power rusher. I mean, his power is completely different, and he really was able to tap into that last year and have a monster year. And I like he's just been steadily growing and growing and growing to the point where I think he can translate that into like a a 14 sack season or something this year. I think that they're going to have a number one. And then you've got Clark and Wyatt and Quay Walker and Devondre Campbell and Jair is coming back and they've got an easy schedule in terms of like the offenses they're facing. I think they're going to be a really good unit. Then I got the bills number two. Um, I think they can repeat what they did last year. Uh, again, not exactly the craziest tough division to play in. I think that like six games against the dolphins, which is two, right. uh, the Patriots, which is like Mac Jones and the, who's the other team in that division? Jets. Uh, Jets. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Like, you know, you can be optimistic about like some of those teams a little bit, but like that defense, you could do a lot worse, right? So yeah. I think that they're going to put up, uh, you know, they were the number one defense last year. They had Von Miller. They had a Kyra Alam. Uh, I think Gregory Rousseau is kind of a project and he's started good and he can, he can grow. So they're my number two. And then number one, I got the new Orleans saints, uh, just a nasty, nasty, nasty team. Jesus. Oh like, man. That's <clears throat> Cam jo- Saints at one, one. Yeah. Saints I do. at one is kind of crazy. I <laughs> really, I think, I think like, so. Pete Warner was good last year as a rookie. Demario Davis is an incredible linebacker. You've got, I think Davenport broke out last year. Um, 
And you've still got Cam Jordan, who started slow and then really started to heat up. He's a, he's a huge problem. So edge rushers are a problem. Linebackers are a problem. Uh, the interior of the offensive line, I think, is underrated. You've got a number one corner in Lattimore. Um, uh, Gardner Johnson is like the best slot guy in the league. You, they added Tyra Matthew. They added Marcus. No, they lost Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams. They got Marcus May and Tyra Matthew. That's still a pretty good safety duo. Yeah. Dennis Allen is a great defensive coordinator. They play in a division with the Panthers. They play in a division with the Falcons. Hey. <laughs> that doesn't so make their defense any said, hey, they play Baker Mayfield twice a year. That doesn't make their defense better. Hold on. It, it makes them, I mean, that, that might, that's like that's like eight free picks. It's gonna you make know? them look better. <laughs> that's gonna be like four games right there where they average like ten points allowed. I think that they <laughs> are just a ridiculous defense. I don't like no discernible weaknesses. Um yeah, I think they're great. I mean, what were they last year? What were they? I mean, they were one of the best defenses last year and the year before that. Um, I don't think it's a. And I'm interested that you had no Bucks. Bucks are close. Um, Bucks are close. Who are there's some other honorable mentions that I have? Um, Panthers. We'll, we'll, were, we're, we'll get to the. We'll get to the, the Panthers were an honorable mention. The pa- bro, the Panthers were like dude, they were the second. They were second in yards. They were second in yards allowed dude, last they're year. Just not. They were second in yards allowed. They're just that. not that good of a defense. <laughs> the Rams. Their the cornerbacks Rams. are a complete question mark. Their safety play is. It's good. Their linebackers are a little all over the place. And now, I mean, their pass rushing is just Brian Burns. <laughs> where yeah. are they? Where are they super strong at? No, I mean, like Brian Burns is their best player by a country mile. And then it's like I like Shaq Thompson. They've got some good pieces. They're a solid defense. But man, I don't know. But borderline top five. I mean, you start we're, we're, again. If you left the Bucks off, if that's well, the bar, that Bucks team is stacked. Yeah, I, I, did, okay. I was shocked that you left the Bucks off. Okay, here's how huh? I did it. Okay, here's how I did it. I. Just did front seven, and I gave them a one to five grade, and then I gave them mm-hmm. secondary, and I gave a one to five grade, and then I just added those things up, and I was like, okay, there's the points. I gave the Panthers a three for secondary and like a three for front seven, where I'm like, they're kind of like fine in both areas. And I, if I, I think he will be, if J.C. Horn is not a number one corner immediately next year. They're terrible at cornerback. They're cooked. Yeah, I guess this is the secret about the Panthers is that their cornerbacks are not that good. Maybe Horn should be great and they'll be okay. But Dante Jackson and CJ Henderson. No, I don't buy it. I'll give them a two. That'll put them a five and that'll get them like a borderline top 10, but the Rams, the Bengals, the Vikings, um, the Dolphins, the Titans. The Titans are probably my number six. They're probably my number six Titans team in the Bucks. Titans are a good sleeper one. Um, we'll get we'll get into wild card though after. So so save those a little bit. Save those okay. a little bit. Um, Matt, do you want to go or do you want do you want me to? I'll go, but I, I have pretty much you know I have a lot of the same. Yeah, so do I. If that's that's <laughs> acceptable. I have, I do have the Bucks on there. So do I. Um, As you should. I have them at five. So okay. I, I understand leaving them off. I do. They're not as complete as they once were, and I agree that the secondary is a little bit. Their best players are getting kind of old. I guess that's like my only. They're getting a little older. I mean, how long has Levante David been playing, dude? He's got to be forty. Not really, but he's very old. Um, I'm a Devin White fan. I mean, I'm obviously a Vitavea fan. 
Uh, I like Barrett. Uh, I have to watch him go against that Panthers offensive line twice a year. So maybe that makes me biased in their favor. But I still think they're one of the the top five units. I really think uh, that front seven is pretty loaded still. Um, at four, I had the 49ers um, for kind of similar reasons. I really do think Nick Bosa is one of the best three pass rushers in the league. Uh, I agree their front seven is still stacked. They were so good last year. I mean, if you're playing with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback and you're making the NFC Championship game, that should tell you something. Should tell you something. Yeah. Um, at three, I had the Saints. So I'm I'm with you on the Saints. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't have them at one. Damn. Um, <laughs> Cameron Jordan, I'm waiting for him to stop being good. It's been, it <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a long time, man. That's I've been waiting for a while here. Nothing against it, him other than the fact that he plays for the Saints. But it looks like it might happen in the first half of last year. I don't. I think he he was really slow, and then he I think he led the league in sacks over the second half. So it's great. Yeah, I'm then, not as high on Davenport as you, but I I do uh, Turner. I feel like is is going to be pretty good here. It's a good rotation. Um, Davenport and Turner is a good like. And yeah, other side rotation, if that's how you want to look at it. How do you pronounce their defensive tackle's name that I love? Oh, um, one, um, one second. I know don't, who you're talking about. Yeah, don't ask me how to pronounce something, man. Um, and then several, you know, Pete Warner and, and Marshawn Lattimore, several Ohio State legends. <laughs> uh, no, but their linebackers are good, and, and I, I agree about their secondary. I remember um, Chauncey Gardner, Gardner Chauncey, I, I don't I remember so vividly being like Chauncey Gardner, right? I remember so vividly being like the Panthers really need to get him in the draft, and they drafted Will Greer instead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tough. At two, I have the Packers. I think they're totally stacked. Uh, I love their pass rushers, Gary. I didn't think Gary was going to turn out as well as he did, but I agree. Um, Alexander, I mean, like you know. That's I'm not yeah, going to explain there's, there's, to you guys. At the yeah, you don't have to explain to Theo why the Packers defense is good. But then at, at one, I have the Bills. Yeah. I think the Bills are kind of... So you say, okay, they have the best safety duo in the league, which eventually will not be true. Eventually, these guys will get too old, but it hasn't happened yet. Right. Um, I liked the Elam pick. Um, I So I think their cornerbacks are set. I think... They're pretty stacked, the linebacker. And I think Von Miller, I understand, is not the 1A pass rusher. That maybe he, in the sense of like a Nick Bosa or a Joey Bosa or like, you know, right? Yeah. But um, I still, I, I, I liked Rousseau and I, I like Ed Oliver. I agree with that. Um, that I, I think there's enough guys there that someone's going to get it done. So I, I think the the pass rushing talent is still there enough, even though I mean, you're, that's maybe a little bit of projection for them. But yeah, Vaughn is like a tier two guy though. Like the tier one right. is is the Bosa brothers, like four or five guys. Watt and Garrett, and then yeah. the tier two, and then tier two is kind of weird because it's a lot of old guys and guys who have been injured. Because it's like, what do you? Th- There's like kind of a. It's the tier two of pass rushers is such an interesting group of players because it's Vaughn and Khalil Mack and like Daniil Hunter and maybe like Zadarius Smith. And I guess you could put in like Hendrickson and Judon and guys like that. But there's just a lot of like kind of old and and guys who could fall off 
and guys who could be elite again. Like it's just kind of a weird, right. a weird right. second yeah. tier after those first four right now. And Max Crosby, obviously, I got to say that Crosby, he's he's in that we're, group two and he's solid. But we're talking about the number one defense that added Von Miller yes. and added Elon. Yes. So it's like I, I think they might be the best. And also, I love the Bills. So. They're just the I'm Panthers. They're just an extension of the Panthers. They're like a seed of the Panthers that like flew. They really north, are, dude. This is planted. they're so similar to what the Panthers were when they were good. So yeah, the Panthers. Like, I root for them. I cheer for them. Getting better. <laughs> Freak six foot six quarterback Ken Dorsey. Uh, they they like Kawan Short and Starla or Starla Tulale was there. They there was they have kind of shied away from it as the years have gone on, but they were just the place where like all those old Panthers like landed when they hit free agency. Yep. Josh yeah, Norman was there. Yeah, for Josh Norman. Norman was there. <laughs> they were all just uh, chilling in, in Buffalo. Good with the sauce. Um, <laughs> yeah. My list is almost bar for bar. Matt, I have the only difference is I, d- I didn't put the Saints in my top five. I thought I was going to be fun like I thought I was being like cool by having the Saints as like a wild card honorable mention. It's like, oh, no one's thinking about this. Yeah, and Theo Adam is the best defense in the league. That's... So no, nah, but honorable mention. But like they were legitimate. Like I feel like I'm not I, exactly I, projecting I, here, you know? Like no, they've had I, an I know you're not. defense for a couple of years. No, they have been. So I was just like I was like, yeah, but they lost Marcus Williams and I'm I'm not super high on on Tyron Matthew right now. So he's going to get to his hometown. He's going to be motivated. He's going to ball out for the, for the new Orleans. He's going to ball out for the, he's going to ball out for the city. I truly believe that. That sounds like just a talking point. He's going to ball out for the city. I respect that take. I respect that take. Um, But I, so I had this, I had the saints at six, right? And then I had the Ravens at five. Um, I, I I look at the Ravens as kind of an underrated defense because they, they were so banged up last year. Right. So I think a lot of people kind of forgot about them, but they're going to have Marcus Peters back. They're going to have um, Humphrey. Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey. Nice. Secondary is going to be nice. They got Marcus Williams. They drafted Kyle Hamilton, who was, you know, at least my number one prospect. You know, some other people fell off on him, you know, as the, as the draft process went on, but I still think he's phenomenal. Um, he has looked a little questionable in the preseason. I'm like, low, hmm. pre- so did Jamar preseason. Chase. So did so did Jamar Chase. So like, I don't I don't buy it until he looks bad in the regular season. Don't care. Um, the front seven's a little bit shaky, which is why I yes, which is why I put them at five. But they've been so good at like scheming up blitzes in the past that I I almost it's almost it's not a total non problem. But it's it's at least I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I just think that like, man, we're talking <laughs> about teams where it's like in my top five, the worst number one pass rusher for a team was like Von Miller. Right. And now it's like, I don't right. <laughs> this is like, who is They've their got, best pass rusher? Are they still oh, starting Josh Bynes? I believe that they are. <laughs> Josh Bynes is not a bad player, but he's been playing forever. Yeah. Yeah, you've got you've got Calais Campbell still there who Calais Campbell's he's awesome. Been in a, he is awesome. He is awesome. He's like thirty-eight at this point. Um Odafe <laughs> away. Uh he is someone I liked coming out of the draft, even though he had like zero sacks his senior year. And then he came yeah. out real hot last year and he's just an athletic freak. So he's got some potential. Right. Chuck Clark, and even if if Kyle Hamilton isn't like a world beater right away. They've still got like Chuck Clark, Marcus Peters, Marcus Williams, right. Marlon Humphrey. Like 
they, no, like here's the thing: is like this defense last year. If it was healthy, like yeah, totally eliminate anyone they added this year. Last year, if their defense is healthy, it's a, it's a really good defense, right? So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, you get all these guys back, add on the guys you added. I I think it's a top five defense. Yeah, I wouldn't um, say it's top five. I think I wouldn't say it's top five, but I think that they'll be a above average defense for sure. Oh, maybe maybe. They 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 did like really. I mean, they got really banged up, but they were not. They were like they near were the bottom of the league in a lot of things. But uh, number four, I have the Bucks. Same thing, Matt. Like <laughs> it's the Bucks, and until the Bucks are bad, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna keep picking them to be good. Um, at number three, I have the 49ers. I'm I can't say anything that hasn't been said. Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. Uh, two, I have the Packers. Don't need to explain to you guys why the Packers are good. And then just like Matt, the Bills, are. I think the Bills are the best defense in football. Just like last year, I, I cannot see a world in which they're not still the best defense. So, Do you guys, totally off, off topic, you guys think Calais Campbell is a Hall of Famer? No. I say yes. <sighs> I don't, what is his, Calais Campbell? He doesn't yes. immediately strike me as... One of the we'll best all time as at his position. I wouldn't be mad at it though. I suppose my initial reaction is no. Let's see. He came. He he's only been first team All Pro once, but he's been second team All Pro twice. He came second in Defensive Player of the Year voting in 2017. Um, and he has six Pro Bowls. Sounds like a guy who gets in when he's 55. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely not first ballot, that's for sure. But he's... Yeah, I, mean, I don't know about first ballot. We got how many years in a row from 2010 to 2019 of all double-digit tackle for loss and no yeah. fewer than five sacks. <laughs> His yeah. consistency has been insane. And he's still a great player. I, I would have him in the Hall of Fame. Damn, he had 14 and a half sacks in 2017. He was nice. The, oh, dude, Jesus that Jaguars Christ. defense was so sick. I forgot about immediately. Because <laughs> it was Calais Campbell, so AJ Boye, Jalen Ramsey. Who were their safeties? That team yeah, was Gibson, team was, right? Oh, shoot. That's right. They had Browns Gibson. Browns legend. You loved him. Uh, Browns legend to Sean Gibson, man. <laughs> um, who else that, did they have on that team? They had Miles Jack. He was loaded. He's not down. Um, um they who was had, that other linebacker they had? You know who I'm talking about. Um, Telvin Smith. Telvin Smith. Telvin Smith. Telvin Smith. Thinking of oh, then he Telvin went to jail for like Bro. human trafficking or something horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, Telvin boy, Smith hey. was him. Miles Jack. Barry Church. Calais Campbell, Tashawn Gibson, Jalen Ramsey, AJ Boye. I think those are the big ones. Yeah. I'm Malik sorry, Jackson. I didn't mean to. No, I mean, you're, us, Malik Jackson, they had Yannick and Gakway. Yeah, to ruin the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> bro, Yannick and Gakway had six forced fumbles that year. Yeah. What? Are, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, no, that team was that team was absolutely loaded. It'll be back this year with with uh, <laughs> Josh Allen. And Foye, <laughs> Luakon, 
and uh, yeah, the whole gang. It's closer than it may appear. Facts. Secondaries are just a little bit apart. <laughs> no Jalen Ramsey. Skill, but you don't think no you don't feel that way about Campbell. Miles Jack was not down, by the way. I just have to say that anytime I talk about the twenties, we should have seen. We were robbed of a Blake Bortles playoff or Super Bowl appearance. <laughs> Blake Bortles Super Bowl. Anyway, there's some other teams that I wrote down. Like I said, I think the Titans defense is really good. Um, I think that the Steelers uh, with their high-end talent, the linebackers make me raise an eyebrow, but anytime you have Cam Hayward and TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick on the same unit and you brought in Brian Flores, I I think that they could sneak in that conversation. I mean, obviously just a team that historically puts forward amazing defenses all the team. It wouldn't shock me. I guess if we're going to go with a sleeper, top five defense and maybe it's a silly sleeper because they were top five last year but i would say the patriots it's sleeper because you look at their roster and you say no way no way this isn't <laughs> one of like the worst defenses like the talent in the secondary yep. outside of the state like the corners you're like come on man they're number one jalen like, mills G- is corner one it's judon <laughs> is like a nice pass rusher but like not really someone i think of as like your typical centerpiece of a front seven uh, the linebackers, you're like, who, who are these guys? But they're my, still my sleeper. <laughs> and they were, they were probably, I mean, last year they were probably second in the league, maybe first. They were third in points allowed last year. So you just can't discount Belichick. We're talking about a guy who yeah. would slow down Peyton Manning's Colts all the time. We're talking about a guy who made the greatest show on turf Rams score like nothing in the Super Bowl. We're talking about a guy who slowed down the 2018 Rams with uh, that year that they were just world beaters and they had him score three points in the Super Bowl. We're talking about a guy who's led top 10 scoring defenses basically every single year, Bill Belichick. So yeah, I don't know. I don't, I think like if he just, for some reason, the Patriots were just balling out. I was watching, I made a video on offensive tackles um, and the rookie ones in their preseason performances so far. Evan Neal got this, like the Patriots picked on him. Aquanu really looked rough against the Patriots. Like in the preseason, these like front set, these offensive lines have not had a good time going against these blitzes and these edge rushers. I guess you could so. say the Patriots are the home of competition. Yes, That's a great you point, Boyden. <laughs> you could, you could. So they're my sleeper team. Even though, like, if they were any other team, looking at the talent, I'd say no way. But because they're the New England Patriots and they've got such a track record, I'll say maybe. I guess you could say the Pages are the home of competition. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I true. Guess, so I guess true. you could say that they're the home of competition. You are absolutely right. You know who else is the home of competition? It's Run Your Pool. They're bringing sports fans and their social circles closer together to connect and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. You know, when I first started like knowing what football was, when I like gained consciousness as a mm-hmm. little kid, I couldn't play fantasy football. <laughs> I was too young. I wasn't, you know, looking at stats or anything. But what I would do is I would go on my computer every day and my mom made me, I don't know what the website was, and I would just pick the games. And I would print them out on a sheet of paper and I'd put them on the fridge for that week. 
and then I would see how many I got right. And that's like my favorite game mode on Run Your Pool because it's it's gotten so complicated where we've got you know all these best ball and fantasy oh, and oh, the stock market for sports flex, and Titan flex. premium. What is going on? <laughs> but if you, I mean, they probably have those on Run Your Pool. So if it's your thing, yeah. it's all good. But my favorite game mode on Run Your Pool and something I haven't done since I was a kid and something that's lost, a lost art is just the ga- weekly game picks and the survivor pools. So that's my favorite thing. Um, I'm getting back to my roots. And that's not all. Reconnect to your childhood. I am. It's like it's like the scene in, I logged on to Run Your Pool and I saw the game picks. And it was like the scene in Ratatouille where the... <laughs> He takes the bite. <laughs> that's what run your he, just, pool. he went back. That's what run your pool made me feel. But that's not all. We've teamed up with run your pool to host a pool for us and our listeners. We're actually giving you guys an opportunity to prove you know ball. Because based on my comment section, I haven't seen it so far. Uh, how to play? It's simple. Join the pool via the link in the description or at play.runyourpool.com slash stay hot. Sign up and make your picks. But why not make it interesting, right? Run Your Pool will be giving out $300. This is something I couldn't do as a kid. Win $300 in cash prizes to the winners. So if you manage to beat us, you won't walk away empty-handed. So be sure to join today at play.runyourpool.com slash stay hot. Again, that's play.runyourpool.com slash stay hot. Or just check the link in the description. Um, I talked about wild card, my wild card before the ad read, which I shouldn't have done. Now yes. let's talk about your guys' wild card defenses. Uh, yeah, it's okay. You can't, we forgive you. Can't, you. you can't pick the Patriots because I already said them. I wasn't. I, I I wasn't going to pick the Patriots, but I definitely thought about them. I was like, you know what? And I was like, same thing. I was like, the star power is not there. It's not. But Belichick is, Belichick and he always has been. <laughs> Belichick is the star power. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, but. I, I thought about them, but I didn't pick them. A team that I, I was leaning towards was uh, the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts last year were like, they were like top 10 in points, but they were like very middle of the pack in yards. And I'm like, man, but they turn, they force so many turnovers. I'm like, I don't think, I don't think that's going anywhere. Right. It's not like, it's not like the, the Cowboys, where, oh, well, Trayvon Diggs isn't going to have 11 interceptions. So you can expect them to not have a, a le- you know, lead the league in interceptions again, or, or like the Patriots where they're losing JC Jackson. The Colts are still going to, the Colts have a team there where I feel like they're still going to force a lot of turnovers. And, you know, when, when you now have an offense that isn't going to just like randomly put you in bad position, I feel like you're going to be, I feel like you're still going to be a good defense. So I, I, I'm still leaning on the Colts to be a good defense this year. And I don't know if, people feel necessarily feel the same way, but I think they could still for surely be top 10 and they're kind of on the fringe of being top five for me, like seventh, maybe eighth defense. Don't hate it. I think that Stefan Gilmore is still a, a really good corner and Kenny Moore is really good in the slot. Mm-hmm. I do worry. I do worry about the other outside corner. Uh, they, they've got Gus, Gus Bradley as their defensive coordinator, which means it's cover three time. It's cover three time. It's like the Legion of boom. <laughs> hey, not so the got, one with cover three, man. Nothing wrong with cover th- some good cover three, uh, and you got you know one of the sides, one of the halves of the field is going to be Stephon Gilmore, so you could unlock, you could eliminate that. Um, yeah, 
I don't know. I I, I don't. I, Buckner really good. Yeah, Buckner's I'm a, good. I'm a Grover uh, Stewart. Shaq fan. Leonard. I yeah. we we keep saying Darius. It's he changed his name to Shaq Leonard. Well, he didn't even change um, it. He it's he always opted. He's opting for his middle op- name. Yeah, he's opting for his middle name. But yes, but. Da- uh, Shaq Leonard. Um, I'm not the world's hugest Shaq Leonard fan. Some people think that he's like the best linebacker in football. I don't think he's um, quite that's, that. That's, that's probably Warner Fred to Warner. me. But he is still good. Buckner is good. More. They've got Julian Blackman, who was had a promising rookie year, then got hurt last year coming back. Um, I could see them being a pretty pretty solid defense. I don't know if they'll be top five, but I could see them. Being that's the thing five. is I don't know if they that's being top five is I think a really tall ask for any defense. Unless you're like, yeah. Unless you're like the Bills, <laughs> or like where like you were the best defense last year, and barring like everyone getting hurt, you're probably going to be up there again. Have we talked about Philly's defense? I like. Them. We have not. We have not. And <laughs> I like Philly's defense. I like the Son Reddick ad. I like the uh, Jordan Davis ad. I think if Nicobe Dean is actually healthy and actually the guy we think he is. I know everyone's like excited about that him as a sleeper in the third round. It's like you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself. Right. But if he is who people think he is, like, yeah, the Philadelphia is going to have a great defense. Yeah, you're you right. Know, jo- Jordan, I was trying to be. Kaiser White, was, too, was a great ad. And I wish the Chargers would have kept Kaiser White because he was really nice for them last year. He's already had a big pick this preseason. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a bad take at all. They could. They I, would I love be in that, that take. They would be in the the like Titans Eagles right after that top five. I'd probably say like Titans Eagles, Bucks. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they're. I think they'll definitely have a top ten defense, but yeah. five is it's you, tough for anybody. You guys know but I'm I vouching for Son Reddick. I worry about their secondary a little bit outside of Slay. Outside of Slay, of course. Outside of <laughs> outside of the second best corner in the NFL. Um, but I think he at least gives you enough. So it's um, not better than Jair, I fear. That okay. Well, Jair didn't. I'm talking about last year. Terrell better than him last year, I fear. Uh, Locked down with a just horrible, like historically bad pass rush. Better than whatever Slay did. Slay him. He Got is that him, dog in him. He's just not, him. You, you just think he's like this playing at this like would you think would you say that Darius Slay is a Hall of Famer? Uh, see, I don't know. <laughs> he's I not. don't know. I have to, he's not. I have to think about <laughs> probably not. He was like two years ago, he was not playing very well. Um, like that first his first year in Philly and kind of the last year in Detroit, I feel like he wasn't really him. But like from like twenty I want to say 2014 to 28 or 2017, maybe his best or year was in 2017, 2014 to 2018. He was him in 2017. Cause I'm pretty sure he was, I'm pretty sure he was first team all pro 2017. Four pro bowls. One all pro is like the absolute, like barest of bare minimums <laughs> to get into the hall of fame. Fair enough. And even then your odds aren't great. And it's going to take a long time. Yeah, 26. I guess that's fair. Looking at just the box score from 2017, I'll say 26 passes defensed is pretty. Bro, no, it's what he led the league in picks, passes defended. Um, 
Man, he was he was so damn good that year. I just wanted to get an answer from you because I thought you were going to say like yes yeah. without hesitation. But <laughs> well, yes without a shadow of a doubt. No, I wouldn't say that. But okay, he's 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 damn good. He's damn good. But he's not. They added Ramsey. Bradbury too. They added Bradbury too, who uh, was a little bit down last year from where he was in twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I love the Bradbury edition. People, every I'll I'll go on like my rant about the Eagles and I'll be like, oh Jordan Davis. You know, Reddick, I think the front, the front four, uh, really the front seven, I think is really, really good. Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox. Yeah, Hargrave. Uh, Brandon Graham, you know, is still really good. Um, so, like, they have guys, Fletcher Cox, obviously. Um, but then everyone's like, well, what about Bradbury? And I'm like, eh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought I he was a good addition. He was a good addition for them just because the secondary is where I start to kind of like narrow my eyes and look at like the safety. Anthony yeah. Harris, after after getting to Eagles, has turned into just a bomb. Um, who is their other safety? <laughs> it's like when uh, the Browns got <laughs> Anderson Dejo and Vikings were just like, he's not that bad. And I'm like, uh, watch him. He's that bad. <laughs> Sandejo, so, yeah. I mean, Anthony Harris is was a little, on a different tier than Sandejo when they were both on the Vikings. But Anthony Harris is right. not like this crazy safety anymore. Marcus Epps is his other one. I guess they got Jaquiski Tart, who is. I mean, Jaquiski Tart a is capable a- starter unless he's Matthew Stafford is throwing to him in the fourth quarter of the championship <laughs> game. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, the, the safeties and like kind of the depth at. Like I'm looking at their second string cornerbacks and I see something named Zek McPherson. So if no one gets hurt, it should be pretty good. I do worry about the depth yeah. in the secondary. If like Slay were to go down, definitely could see them getting picked on a little bit. But yeah. I would agree that they're they're a good pick for top five because there's a lot of good there. There is a lot of good. As the uh the what is it, the almost Eagles fan. <laughs> on this podcast it's funny right. how things change no, like well. that and like what teams all of a sudden you are like whoa like i'm just constantly just like high on the things that they're doing like i got like that with um the the, the stupid falcons of all teams where i'm like damn i like <laughs> i just like all their players dude and I, now i'm like aj terrell kyle pitts <laughs> yeah they just uh, say, i'm just Franks, i'm like Desmond i'm just like Ritter, why do i find myself pushing just like so many falcons narratives like i don't care about them really or the, the they have cool Ravens colors too. red black do you think it's yeah. because you like the color red, Theo? Could it possibly it is be that? I, it's because I saw them unveil their cool new stadium, and I said, yeah, that's my second Theo, favorite. what's your favorite color? Uh, green. Oh, okay. Me too. That's fun. Hmm. I'm the odd one. You must love being a Packers fan, huh? It's just worked out, <laughs> it just worked out so well. Um, Bladen, who is your sleeper top defense? I already forgot. I mean, okay. I, I also had the Saints, but like y- yeah, you guys already said that they're just like you you're just like they're the best defense in football. And I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I guess I'm yeah. not I guess I'm not as fun as I thought I was. Yeah, oh well, there's a bunch, of, some there's a bunch some. of teams. I'm sorry if you think your team has a great defense and I didn't mention them. I've got a whole list of things on defenses that I think are decent, but you yeah. uh, know, we all yeah. have our we all had our second shot at teams, but the, what are your, what are your thoughts on second languages? My thoughts on second languages. Uh, well, 
for me and for most of us, you know, sometimes uh, like a class in high school, I like the idea of a second language, you know, and just being able to speak, you know, German or something like that or Spanish. But a lot of like classes or stuff like that aren't exactly like a high point or super exciting. Um, I took German in high school, which I liked it at the beginning, uh, but then it kind of moved on at a kind of a weird pace and I, I kind of lost a little bit of it. But now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there is an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I mean, we talk about how all of us are on our phones constantly or, you know, scrolling things. Screen hours, eight hours. Screen time is eight hours. You know, we're doing useless shit. If you download Babbel, you can actually spend that time doing something fun and using your brain, which is always fun. Babbel has 15-minute lessons, which makes it a perfect way to learn a new language on the go, and their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. Honestly, uh, with Babbel, what... I mean, this, I, okay, so the that? ad read said read verbatim, so I stuck in, honestly, Matthew's a really great guy to see if you would read it. And I kind of thought it would work. It almost did. <laughs> Wait, Matt, you put that in there? No, I, I think that was just part of the script, Theo. You got to read it. Script. Okay, I'm just reading the part of the script. <laughs> Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. Honestly, Matthew is a really great guy. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages. Babbel is not a joke. This is a very... <laughs> Including Spanish, French, <laughs> Italian, was, was being and a great German. guy, Joe? <laughs> yes. With ba- you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Plus, unlike other language learning apps, you're not just limited to lessons. They offer podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Not to mention, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. I'm going to start it myself, and I'll speak some, I don't know, what language should I choose? When, the when is I- the, uh, when stay hot, <laughs> but it's all in Italian? To prove, yeah, I'll say some <laughs> shit in Italian by this time, by this podcast. The next time I read this ad read, I'm going to throw in some Italian stuff to prove to you that it works. So, yeah, save up to, yes, yes. So, yeah, right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babble.com slash stay hot. That's babble.com slash stay hot for up to 60% off your subscription, Babbel. Language for life. I'm going to do it. You guys should learn Italian or whatever. With <laughs> we're me. all we're all going to learn Italian and then come on to the next episode. And we're going to do the whole next episode. We're going to give we're going to give NFL Week One recap in Italian. Yeah, um, <laughs> it'll be that fast. Expand the base a little bit. Yeah, ex- expand the fan base. All right. Before we do our sandwich rankings this week, I want to remind everyone to go ahead and join the chalkboard chat. You know, if you want to submit questions of the week. Or, you know, suggest what we rank every week. 
or just talk with us about sports. You know, Chalkboard is the place to do all of that. It's a great line of communication from us to our listeners so we can help grow the community and build this podcast together. Plus, Chalkboard has a bunch of cool features like live box scores so you can talk with us about a game while following directly along within the app. And by far the coolest feature is, of course, the live bet tracking so you can see the bets that we and everyone else in the group is making and, of course, how they perform. We love Chalkboard. I'm wearing the Chalkboard hat right now. So like, you know, I love chalkboard and I know you guys will too. So make sure you download the app and join the stay hot group or just check out the links in all of our social bios. And of course, in the video description below, we're ranking sandwiches, sandwich time, baby. I hate that's one of my pet peeves. Sammy's, people call Sam- s- s- Sammy's, Sammy's for Dindin. Sammy's for Dindin. It's so bad. <laughs> Sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of funny in like an ironic way. No, it's it does not get to no, that. Oh, you, you don't like no, it's you just, didn't like when Blaine said sandwich. <laughs> I didn't. It's not funny to you. I think it's, it's a little funny. I, the bottom tier. I, I sent sandwich in the group chat today, and our producer loved it. <laughs> I thought that was a funny way to react to the tier list. I can't lie. I thought it, I like it. I couldn't be mean. What? But, let, let's let's start. Out. What's what's your number one sandwich? Number one. Number one, just go right to number one. Both Hot dog. I th- <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, trying, I'm just, I'm you're being difficult. I'm fucking with you. No. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be peanut butter and jelly. No, it's not. It's BLT. Uh, okay. Okay. BLT okay. is perfect. What about you, Theo? Mine is a Philly cheesesteak. That's both solid yeah, answers. Philly, Philly cheesesteak is good. That's it. Yeah. Matt? What's your number number 12 from Jimmy John's No Cucumber. What is that? What, what is, is the number 12? <laughs> it's a beach club. I think it's got avocado okay. on it. It's awesome. This dude said 12. the number 12 from Jimmy John's as if we know how, what that that's is. That's the name I know I, it by. I, <laughs> Go get the number 12 from Jimmy John's. I don't like no Jimmy cucumber, John's. Cucumber. I like Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's is L. the bottom tier <laughs> fast food place. I lived like wow, wow dude. That's so that's wrong. A bad, that's a bad take. That's a that, really, uh, Jimmy John's. Okay, their well, sandwiches then, are like ninety percent lettuce and sauce. In my experience, it's just like lettuce and sauce sandwich. You don't pass. get the BLT from Jimmy. You need to come to the Cincinnati Jimmy John's. Come to the Jimmy John's in Oxford, Ohio. I live probably fifty. <laughs> f- I live fifty feet away from a Jimmy John's. I will go order the number twelve. But I'm gonna do it with cucumbers because I love cucumbers. Cucumbers are really this suck. One, I'll see if this one's actually all right. But every Jimmy yeah, John sandwich I've ever it, had is had so much sauce and lettuce on it. It's way too much. Here, you do got to be careful with that. I had a really difficult play at Chipotle today. I was in line for Chipotle, and the person working it is putting like too much sour cream on <laughs> on everyone. So like you know, like have you had that happen? Before at Chipotle, they put like an unbelievable no. amount of sour cream. No. I don't order sour cream. I don't hate it, but I think I may have had that problem like one time and was like, I don't like it enough to deal with it too, too much of it because it's way too easy to get too much of it and have it right. ruined. I love sour so cream. So I just, I just don't get it anymore. Not that I hate sour I think cream, but I only like a little fair. bit of it. So I just don't do it anymore. But yes. But you know, it. It's a tough decision to make because you have to be like, so do I, am I just going creamless or do I, I risk getting too much sour cream? Or you ask for light sour cream. That's what I did. I said, can I get a little bit? And then I got a normal amount of sour cream. W. I was, I was pretty w. happy with it. 
big brain Matt spot. But in, in, in the, in the worker's defense, like the spoon they use to scoop out the sour cream is huge. And then it kind of globs on and off. So it's, it's It's a tough portion to control. I'm afraid it's an elite skill. Like there's, there's some people that are like, there's the mild Garrett of putting, you know, sour cream on. And then there's like, I don't even there's know. There's no way like, you made this into a Browns there's connection. Like, this there's is like a masterclass for me. <laughs> this is a blade and master class that he turned turning sour cream into uh, some talking about the Browns. What's what is your guys' number two sandwich? Mine is a barbecued pulled pork sandwich. Baller. That's really solid. Yeah. I love po- goes so crazy. It goes You're right. What's yours, Theo? I'm just going to go with a chicken. This is kind of two, a chicken sandwich, a grilled or crispy chicken. They're both great. Okay. Grilled is a little no. healthier. Grilled chicken, yeah. like mm-hmm. a crispy chicken sandwich from anywhere is good. Especially the Popeye's one was, I felt, worth the hype. But anyway, any you know, kind I of like a, chicken I had a Popeye's. I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich for the first time right before I left for school. Dog. <laughs> It's really good. It's Bro, those shits are those shits are so good. Popeyes with occasion fries, really good. And grilled chicken too is a little healthier and um I like it almost just as much. So I get a I get a decent amount of grilled grilled chicken as well. That's technically two, but I'm just gonna count it as one and I'm gonna say the pulled one is, is like also on two A, two B. Yeah. yeah. Matt? I just had a good old classic grilled cheese. Is that lame? Yeah. No, it's not. One. I don't think it's lame it's at good, all. Grilled cheese made my top five, but not number two. Do you so. put anything on it? Do you make it special? I put jelly on grilled cheese. I think that's really good. Interesting. That's weird. All right, try it. I, you don't I, even like cheese. Theo, Theo, here's an interesting. Here's an interesting grilled cheese combination for you to try. Take make your grilled cheese normally, but then pour syrup on it like it's French toast. I think we've had this conversation before. Have we? It's good. I think we have. You you like French toast way Dog, too much. I, I might make some French toast after this. French you, toast is easily behind s- waffles and pancakes. That's a discussion for a different <laughs> Nah, day, nah, yes. dog. Yes. Pancakes are one of the most overrated foods of all time. That's because you haven't had mine, but that's another discussion. Um, <laughs> number three sandwich. I, I said, I'll say... The uh, pulled pulled pork or something okay. like that. Number yeah, three. whatever you had at number two. I forgot about yeah. those. Barbecue pulled pork. They're so good. They're good. They're so damn good. Uh, I had a peanut butter and apple sandwich at number three. It's See, like, that's that's weird. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, apples you, too. Apples you heard too. Had like, tough. You heard how like Elvis would do like peanut butter banana. I do peanut butter apple. I Elvis like died because he couldn't shit for two months. I wouldn't do, <laughs> well, Elvis I is dead. Elvis so. is dead. So I wouldn't. But he's do a anything. legend. But he's a legend. Okay. So well, yeah. banana and peanut butter. I've heard. I I don't know what kind of bread. It's like you totally different. Peanut you, butter and banana is totally different from peanut butter and apple. You don't dip your peanut butter in apples or your apple no, and it, peanut it's, butter. It's not. It's 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 not the flavor combination. It's apple is not made for a sandwich. How it's thin a, do you have to slice it like no razor thin? No, you don't. No, you it's don't. Like, no. It's like, no. It's a crunchy sandwich. You're not sticking, it's, it's you're not sticking sandwich. like a quarter of an apple in a sandwich. It's not a quarter of an apple. Right of there's, it, there is, there's a middle ground between like laser it's crisp. thin. It's too crisp. There's a middle a ground between no, laser thin no, slices too, and a quarter crisp. of an apple. No, you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> there's sandwiches. I, I don't know. I've never, I can't knock it. I've never tried it. 
I can't it's, imagine I, I it think would it's make great. my top three though. But Matt, what is your third? <laughs> Did you give one? Or I like a, like uh, like like just like a little like pepperoni and salami on a sandwich because whatever type of cheese. Like I don't know what what the like that's perfect that's like, name for this. Yeah, like an Italian spicy Italian, yeah, something like that. Like sometimes instead of getting lunch meat, I'll just get. Well, I guess maybe it counts as lunch meat. I'll just get pepperoni and salami and just do that on sandwiches. Yeah. It's great. It's a very feminine a sandwich. What? <laughs> Every girl. It's a girl sandwich. It's a girl it's a sandwich. Girl sandwich. My, you can't eat that. Both of my sisters and my mom and my girlfriend, that's like they're the only sandwich they've I've ever like seen them eat at Subway. Fellas. Is that, really? Fellas. It's kind of unbelievable. It's a very feminine sandwich to me. I'm like, Fellas, I've only seen it? big, strong, like lumberjacks do it. So I, I guess we're, they have good taste. I, I've learned a lot of like, they, I, I used to never toast my bread. And I used to never put lettuce on like, my turkey and cheese sandwiches and my mom put me on to that she doesn't i'm like am i missing out and then i did it one time i'm like yeah I'm she don't miss out. that's why she's the number one superhero so four and five we've got it <laughs> we've got to clip this along we're almost a minute 20 into this four and five right. i've got like a, a breakfast sandwich like Yo, that was my number bacon. four that was my number four too <laughs> yo that's wow, crazy you're, ex- you're excited <laughs> epic. there's not that many kinds of sandwiches and then i've just got like I got. I guess I've got like a BLT number five, um, turkey okay. sandwich, whatever you want to call that. Ideally, it's a BLT, but like any kind of like turkey sandwich is like the yeah. number one quick and easy sandwich to me. But egg sandwich. I apologize for my overexcitement. My number four was also <laughs> a breakfast sandwich. You go to McDonald's, you get a sausage biscuit. That shit goes crazy. Uh, my number five was a grilled cheese. Uh, classic. I dip it in my ramen. I dip it in my tomato soup. Which, I have the guts to do it. I have pulled pork at four, and I have PB and J at five. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah, I don't think any of these lists are bad. Peanut butter and apple makes me raise an eyebrow <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that, that one's questionable. You know, we're doing food takes. I had to throw a wrench in there. I couldn't be normal. Well, that's <laughs> the way it goes. But yeah, you don't do that. I've never seen I you do. eat one of those before. <laughs> actually, you made that up for <laughs> views, Matt. Clicks in view. Uh, okay. You, you made it up for views. I'm going to skip Bayless. I'm, I'm going to call, I'm gonna call my mom. I'm going to call my mom and be like, can you tell Matt that I do eat peanut butter and apple? Does she say something about it? No, she made it for me. Like growing up, that's all I ate. Okay. All right. No, well, <laughs> I can't, I can't win out here, man. No, but I think that pretty much wraps things up for us. Long episode for you guys. So, Hope you were able to stick around. If you did, I appreciate you. And as always, tons of sets of content coming on all platforms. NFL season's right around the corner. We're super excited. Going to be a lot of great content. And as always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 